Father, we thank you. We bless you, even our righteous God. Did you give us an opportunity to assemble one more time? We ask you to anoint our ear that we can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, causing flesh to be quiet before you. Silence the voice of fear. In the name of Jesus, let healing, hallelujah, come forth through the word of God. In your name, Father, we give you the glory right now. And ask you to open the eyes of our understanding and cause us to behold the one who is staying out of your law. For the angel of your word, give it light and understanding to the simple. Thank you as we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You said they shall prosper that love thee. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. All right, our God is a faithful God. He is an on-time God. Amen. Several thoughts are on the table. For weeks gone by now, we've been teaching you concerning the apostles. I told you that the Lord took 12 men after all night of prayer. And these 12 men, he called, first of all, disciples. If you've been with me for some time now, you know that the word disciple means a learner. Amen. A disciplined learner. And after they had been with him, he called them apostles. So you ask someone, what is an apostle? They should tell you the one that's been what? Sent. But before he sent them, he taught them. And that's what the word disciple means, a learner. We get the base word discipline because a, a, a learner that was disciplined and was in the classroom of life. Christ taught them many things using parables. And then they still lack certain things. I think I shared with you in time gone by, those of you who are here for the first time, this is something, praise God, that you may thought we had to send for you. <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, I told you there was something that even they lacked and they were in the very presence of God. And we can't give up on anybody because God is not through with any of us yet. But once God gives you his spirit, then you have power. Amen. The live right power. The do right power. The power to love your enemies. Amen. Amen. And then he taught them because there was things, like I said, that they lack. They lack humility. He had a bunch of proudful men that were following him. He was on his way to the cross, and they were talking about who was going to be the greatest. And then you had two of them. Go to Matthew chapter 20. You had two of them that had the audacity to go get their mother. Amen. And when they got their mother, you can see this in the 20th chapter of Matthew. Amen. I said Matthew chapter 20 20th chapter Matthew Got that? Okay Remember I told you they lack humility Amen They knew that they They were Looking for a kingdom And they were looking for a king That had a king that had been promised This Messiah was coming And there were Prophecy concerning the Messiah now I'm just going to share something with you here, but then I'm going to take you back because I want to talk about this peace that God is giving his people. This peace that you can have. And I want you to see what he says about that. But, but in the 20th chapter, and you can go with me now around verse 17. Once you get it, say amen. 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 And so in Jesus going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples. 
apart in the way. The word apart means away from the, the crowd and the multitude. And this is what he said unto them. He said, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to what? Yeah. Now this is going to be important for the weeks coming because you know we're coming up to Easter. When is Easter? The 16th of April. Okay, so this lesson is putting us right where we need to be. So he's on his way to Jerusalem. Anytime you see Jerusalem, I mean his face is set. He's going to Jerusalem because he knows he's going to be crucified. And he's telling you here, he's predicting what his death is. Now Isaiah had already told us in the other prophets, Isaiah had told us in the 53rd chapter, that he was wounded for our transgression, he was bruised for our iniquity, remember that? And the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with this strike what? We hear. But he also told them that in, in the prophecy concerning Christ, how he had been had slapped in the face, and how he had been bruised, and how they had had uh, buffeted him. But it says here in verse uh, 18 again, he said, we're going to go up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man. Now Son of Man is important because there are at least five times that you're going to see Jesus referred to as son. Let me give you some of them. I'll give you the scripture later on, but you check, you just check this out. You can do it yourself. This can be a lesson for you. But here, he's called the son of what? Man. Son of man. So you put that down. Son of man. This is one of his favorite ways of identifying himself. And all this is important when you're reading the scripture. Son of man. And so there, there are four more I'm going to give you. You already know that he was the son of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're son of God. So far we got the son of man, we got the son of God. And I'll just show you two of them in uh, the first chapter of Matthew. Stay in the 20, but go to Matthew chapter 1. And I want you to see it. Since this is a class, I want you to see it. So look in chapter 1 and verse 1 and see two more. Two more times he was referred to as a son. When you get it, write it down, and then I'll tell you. Two more times. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. If you got it, just put your answer down, and I'm going to give it to you before you leave. Don't yell out, because this is a class. We want everybody to be attentive. Pay attention to. Matthew chapter 1. So that's your scripture reference for that. You already got a scripture reference for Son of Man. Amen. There's some good stuff in yeah. Amen. Okay. Now, before I go on, let's review. In the 20th chapter of Matthew, he's called the what? Son of, son of Man. That deals with his humanity. So if you want to put that next to Son of Man, whenever you see that, that's his humanity. He's identifying himself with us. Glory to God. Now, I told you to go to Matthew chapter 1, look at verse 1. You're going to see two more times he's referred to as Son. Mother Cross, tell me which, what you see. Son of David. Everybody see that? Yeah. Amen. And what's the other one? Come on and praise the Lord in this place. Amen. You got that? Amen. Now when you see the son of David, that's referred to his right. Listen at this. To sit on the throne in Jerusalem. Amen. Son of Abraham means his right as the one who inherit the earth. Hallelujah. The land. Son of man. So, so the man, and you got son of David, his right to inherit the throne. He's the son of David. And yet, he's David's Lord. 
You don't know this unless you're in the Word of God. Because <laughs> you may say, and, and, and this, that, this. You can be somebody's mother in the natural. And that, listen, and they could be your daughter. Well, let me put it like this so I won't confuse you. I could be older than you and still be your mother. Well, I would be anyway. And, and, and but, but, but think about it like this. You could be older than me, and I could still be your mother is what I mean. Spiritually. Right. Spiritually. Because then you become my child in the gospel. Amen. You got it? But anyway, when you see son of man, it's his humanity, but son of David, his right to inherit the throne. See this in First Samuel, praise God, in chapter 7. We'll talk about all of this because this will require us to go back. Something that I teach you, it comes with a prerequisite. In other words, some stuff you may already know. <laughs> so pray with well, some stuff you ought to know. <laughs> but, but if you don't, we'll get there. Just hang in here with me. Amen? Because this is what going to church is all about. Church is not designed to make you shout. I hate to tell you that. Now you may feel good and jump up and run the pews and, and kick over things, but that's not what it's designed for. It's designed, it's designed to get you ready for Christ who's coming back for a church without a spot, without a wrinkle, without a blemish, or what? That's what he's coming back for a church. The church is the call out one. You can go to a building, but the church is the ecclesia. It's the call out one. God has chosen a pe people for himself. And he's perfecting us. He's getting us ready. That's why you had a Holy Spirit. This is a sidebar. Sidebar what I'm teaching you now. That's why you had a Holy Spirit to give you power. Because between his leaving here and his coming back, they call that the parenthesis. He, he came he, and he left. And when he's coming back, but between his coming and coming back, it's called a parenthesis. And he left parables that you need to know and understand what you ought to be doing while he is away. Right. And that's what they call parables of the kingdom. So while I'm thinking about this, you can write this someplace, and this may be a review, and you can never get too much of this. So just put this down, and I'll show you this in time to come. Just keep this someplace. So you're going to put down... Kingdom business. Put that down at the top. This will help you somewhere to the side. Kingdom business. Kingdom business is going to, watch this, is going to teach us about parables of the kingdom. Parables of the kingdom. Matthew 13. Luke 4. I'm Luke 8, I'm sorry, and Mark 4. Parables of the kingdom. Some of them I know right away. I know most of them, but we're in a class now, and I'm just trying to get through this. So you got the parables of the kingdom. And let me tell you what else. You got the problems when it comes to the kingdom. That's Matthew chapter 11. And this is what it said. But John the Baptist. Who knows what it said about John the Baptist? He, yeah, he was a forerunner. But what did he say in the 11th chapter of Matthew? But the kingdom of God. What about it? Suffer violence. So you put that down. So that's the problem when it comes to the kingdom. He said, the kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violence would do what? Take it by force. Take it by force. Now, some of this you need to know, and if you don't, this is going to help you. You're going to be able to do just what I'm doing. You're going to say, the parables, the problem, you got the people of the kingdom. Hallelujah. You know they all begin with what? You got it. The people of the kingdom. Then you got, watch this, you got the power. What you think that is? The power that God gave us. The Holy Spirit. That's the power of the kingdom. His presence. 
kingdom of God, you will see the presence of his kingdom. Amen. What was the definition for presence? His presence. Where he, wherever he is, the kingdom of God. And we're going to find out what the kingdom of God is. It's not, it's not meat and drink and bread. Not None of that is, is it stands for righteousness. You'll see this Romans chapter 14, the kingdom of God. I'm going to tell you what the kingdom of God is. Righteousness, and power, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Then you see it. So what you got already so I'll know. Parables. The parables of the kingdom. You got the problem when it comes to the kingdom. Go suffer violence. That's what you're going to have to the, to the, the, the kingdom. You're going to suffer violence. So I'm just telling you what to get ready. So when you see it, it's going to come because he's already said that it would come. Problem. But what else he said? We're the people. We're the people. So you can, you're in the world, but you're not what? You're the people of the kingdom. So that's why as children of God, there's something that you're going to go through. Once you make that declaration, and once you repent, and once you accept Christ as your Savior, your, some of your buddies, you're not going to have to tell, I'll see you later. They're going to drop off from you. That's right. When you start, now you know what I'm telling you, when you start living right, one of your hallmark or birthmark is the fact that folks not going to want to be around you. Right. They go, listen, listen, listen. Listen, I'm going to tell you what the Bible said. Now you can just get ready. Because it might be something you've been trying to get rid of, you I don't have to get rid of them. They live right. <laughs> and they'll drop out. Because listen, let me tell you what the words say. Let me tell you what the words say. This darkness cannot comprehend what? Light. That's why they can't be around you. Because the more you stand and more you demonstrate right and righteousness, they're going to drop off. And they'll start telling you, well, you think you hold anybody else and, and, and I like you the other way. And yes, because you were going along with them. Glory to God. Talking that talk. Walking that walk. Hey. When a, listen, when a change come over you, and listen at this. I keep telling you, when you talk about the heart of a man, you're talking about the mind. Right. Because a transformation takes place in your mind. Yes. Right. You're going to be transformed. And the word transform comes from the Greek word metamorphosis when it says, and be ye what? Transform. That's Roman chapter 12. I'm giving you a lot of information where I go through here. Roman chapter 12 means this. You're chained from the inside out. Yes. Amen. See, we try to make people be changed from the outside in. That's right. Amen. I mean, you're going to look what you came out of. And you're going to smell like what you came out of. <laughs> but when God started working with you, Tracy, he worked from the inside out. Oh. Hallelujah. That's when the change oh. take place. Amen. Hallelujah. That's when the change take place. When that heart is changed. Mm. I'm not telling you, you can dress like everybody else, but God not coming back because of your uniform. <laughs> Praise God. Lord have mercy. I'm teaching real hard here. Amen. But let's go on now because I told you so many things so far concerning the kingdom. I'll begin with the P. What have they reviewed with me? You got the parable of the kingdom. Well, hold on, hold on. The parable of those mystery stories. Those are mystery that he gives you concerning the kingdom. And the mystery means this. If you take a note, mystery doesn't mean something that you cannot solve. You got to get a Sherlock home. Mystery means it has to be revealed. If God doesn't reveal it to you, you can't know it. You got to be revealed. So the mystery of the kingdom. What else you got? Problems. Problems. Suffer violence. 
But the violin takes it by force. It doesn't mean with an Uzi. It doesn't mean that you go praise God. I mean, hey, you may walk into your enemy, but this is not what it means. Because <laughs> you, you are not fighting against no flesh and blood in the first place. Once you come into the kingdom of God, your fight is not with flesh and blood. What kind of battle is it in? It's a spiritual battle. You're fighting principalities, powers, spiritual witness. In what? High places. That's what the fight is. And, and this is another sidebar. If you think about the highest position, and watch this, the highest position in the land is where? A president. Now don't tell me you ain't to be praying for those that's in authority. He already told you to pray for them. <laughs> because, listen, that spiritual weakness are in high places. Lord help. I'm not hearing anything. I hope you get a revelation. You need to pray for them. But what's the highest place, praise God, in your home? The man. The head of the house. What's the highest place in your church? You need to pray for him. Listen to what I'm telling you now. Listen, I'm telling you because spiritual weakness, rules of darkness, in high places, Ephesians chapter 6, that's where the fight is. What is the highest place in your school system? School system, your superintendent. You didn't repeat. <laughs> repeat what you hear. This carry tune. Father, we thank you. We bless you, even our righteous God. Did you give us an opportunity to assemble one more time? We ask you to anoint our ears that we can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, causing flesh to be quiet before you. Silence the voice of fear. In the name of Jesus, let healing, hallelujah, come forth through the word of God. In your name, Father, we give you.